Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello. Yes. Here we are again. Oh my gosh. Come hell or high water. We we made it. This time. We made it here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's Claire and Jacqueline. It's the A block. And Jacqueline was just uh hearing all about my saga that I walked into when I got home from work about I don't know, 30 minutes ago now. Um, it was, I walked into a house full of cat vomit. <laughs> it's a it's a true catastrophe. I mean, there's no yeah. other way to describe it. It was not the way I was anticipating my entrance into my home go, but going to go, I don't even know. Um, but we're here now. The throw up has been addressed. Um, <laughs> I've got... Some things in the washer getting washed. Um, it, it appears my cat, who is absolutely fine now, by the way. He's, in fact, eating. He's okay. Um, but it appears he ate part of a flower that made his tummy hurt. <laughs> Honestly, and he probably went back to it more than once. So Yeah, he was probably in some sick way enjoying it. And like I told he, you earlier, it's his feline Ozempic, you know, it is. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to lose weight. Um, and then he probably just sat around the house all day with no worries and knowing at some point I would come home and have to, have to deal with after it. him. Yeah. So, but it's all good now. Just slight delay. I did in fact, pour myself a glass of wine as a reward. And it is called, honestly, you know what? 
So what? I bought this wine. We had like when I know y'all had bad weather last week and so did we in Texas. And so we were off. And so I bought a couple bottles of wine last week and I hadn't eaten. I hadn't had it. And yeah. it's called Rough Day. And it has a little dog oh, on it. And so, so it's kind of appropriate for my situation. So it's a it's a Cabernet. Ooh, yum. It's all right. Honestly, it doesn't taste great. There's this little um convenience store right next to where I live called Foxtrot. It, yeah. Um, it's really nice. It's in, I think it started in Chicago. And then there's like a few of them around Dallas and other places. And it's just, it's a convenience store, but it's like a high-end convenience store. So like it has a, like your normal things that you would look for if you went to like a 7-Eleven, just like the bougie version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it can be like a fun place to go if you want to spend a couple dollars and that's where I, I got it from. And, but I, and so in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's a nice place. I bet all of their wine is good. And I actually no, don't know that their wine has been that great. Good. Yeah. But they, all the wine, like all the labels are cute. So. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, if anything, it's like a, it's like a gift and you could just be like, oh, I've never, I've never tried it. That's the label was cute. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I think that's kind of one of those. Yeah. Yes. Um, we I, mean, both, I went, oh, to your bottle and she came running in here like, what's going oh, on here? Lexi knows the, <laughs> the noise she's for like, cuteness. Yeah. She's yeah. like, excuse me. I'm the only cute one in this house. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, what are you making that noise for? Um, you, Jacqueline's got her beautiful eye patches on. <gasps> Yeah. She's in a robe. She's looking very spa. I am. Okay. Well, honestly, though, I'm in a robe and I'm, I just immediately put it on over my workout clothes. So like, yeah. I'm definitely not as clean um, as I look at right now. Um, I honestly, like for the past week, like every, I would say I, of, of the past like week, there has been like two nights where I have slept all the way through. I don't know what the hell it is, but like, it's like, I wake up in the middle of the night. I can't fall back asleep. Like I'm tossing and turning. I'm hot. I'm cold. Like blah. It's just like, Oh my, it has been driving me insane. Um, and last night, like was, it was fine once I fell asleep, but I, I was just, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, scrolling on my phone. I was reading. It was just, I was just up way too late. So I was like absolutely exhausted today. So I went on a walk when I got home and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to like immediately start doing my little wine, wind down for the night, like before we even start this. So like basically when we're done with this, I'm going to be like melatonin in my mouth, ready to go to bed. Good for you. I, I would like to say that's the place I will be in once we get done, but no, I think my night is far from over um, as I've got a washing machine full of items that have been bombed on. <laughs> Man. <laughs> ah, it's okay, though. It's really oh, okay. that's so annoying. It is. These animals. And Rue has been sick in some capacity for like three weeks now. Really? And yes. I mean, he's fine. I think some of it was stress related to the move. And then he was just, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. It's disgusting, but we've just really (sighs) been going through it in this household. And then last week I was, we didn't go to work for four days last week. And Uh so 
he and I were around each other, like nonstop. And uh, I think it's fair to say we got sick of each other. Like <laughs> I was mad at him. I don't think he wanted to be around me. And um, it's just been, honestly, it's not been our smoothest patch. We're going through a bit of a rough patch, my cat and I. Oh my God, that's hilarious. So, yeah, so, so do you think, do you think him eating the flowers was like his, his rebellion? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I hope this is the end of it. I hope he got scared and he was throwing up and he felt sad and he wanted me to come home and take care of him. And now he's going to be thankful for me. Yeah, as he should. And if you hear Lexi's paws pitter pattering on the wood floor, um, she's doing just that. She is, it's a very serious mission that she's currently on. She has to find a new spot to hide a bone. Uh, Um, When she gets in this mode, I mean, she will run around. So she's galloping around trying to find a new spot, but I can't watch her do it. So that's very important. It is. I can't know where it's hidden. I'm on, I'm on Lexi's side here and we are simply at the mercy of these animals. No, we we really are. We, we have nothing we can do to help or hurt the situation. We just allow it to happen and we deal with it. I know. I, I, I just, whenever she does it, I'm like, okay. And I just try to look the other way. Yeah. Um, on a non, um, pet note. I, so I never get my nails done. I'm not in getting a nails done person. I think I, we've talked about it on here even like, I don't, I don't like getting stuck in the nail salon. I also, it's such a rat race (laughs) to me to like have to keep up with the nail routine of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always get the dip powder and your nails go bad. And it's just the whole thing. Well, I just, a couple days ago, I got my second, um, dip nails in a row because I'm obsessed with getting chrome nails before I had it was like a dark red with uh like a pinkish chrome on top of it and it was beautiful and these are are lavender with like a silver chrome I was gonna say they look really cool I really like them yeah I'm like it brings me so much joy it costs too much money I'll be honest I every like and they didn't even last that long because like the chrome layer kind of peels off first and then you still have like your your paint color I'm ashamed of how much money I'd spent uh so freely on these nails but you know what they make me happy and people notice them and that also feels exciting yeah if that's like your one thing that like brings you joy like you just that that's your moment you know I appreciate Maybe it's not every single time. the one thing I, I spend stupid money on, but yeah. Well, we can be hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Yeah. What's new in Lexington? Honestly, um, not really a whole lot. Just kind of the same old, same old. Um, in a couple weeks, I'm going to Denver for... Our friends, um, Tiffany and Connor, we used to work with them at LEX 18. They live there now and they're getting married. So I'm so excited to see them. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Great city and great people. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. And I have like a few other trips just coming up after that, even just with like, I have two more weddings. My brother's getting married and like 
one of my best friends is pregnant. So it's just like baby shower. And then like my younger sister is graduating from high school. So like March is April's going to be pretty chill, but like May, June, July, I'm probably, it's going to be like, I'm going to be absolutely all over the place. So just, you know, planning ahead for all of that stuff. So yeah, right, right now, honestly, I'm just like taking advantage of like not really doing anything like this weekend. I did absolutely nothing and loved it. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. Um, there's this show on Amazon prime called mayor in Kingstown. That's really good. Um, oh, yeah. Even, I think like, uh, ads for that. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I guess technically it's paramount, but I watch it on Amazon prime. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And so the second season, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so the, the second season, the first three episodes were released, um, like this weekend or something. So I like spent one of the nights watching that, like made pizza. Oh my God. It was so nice. I did literally nothing all weekend and it was really great. Really great. Mm. Yeah, honestly, so, yeah. when you get to the weekends just to chill and you have something you want to watch and you have food you want to eat, it really is such a luxury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my mom is going to be here, to, I think, just tomorrow night, potentially Thursday. Like, she has a meeting, I don't know, somewhere in Tennessee, like today. And then she's staying there overnight. And then since she's already going to, and she lives in Florida, so since she's already going to be up here, she's going to come here tomorrow night and then she's trying to schedule her a meeting that was supposed to be in a few weeks for Thursday in Louisville so that should be interesting but but yeah just other than that I'm not really doing anything are you doing anything for the Super Bowl I am invited to like a chili cook-off for the Super Bowl it's like the Super Bowl of chili is what it's called and oh that's fun yeah, I, this is a group of people I've been invited to do stuff with before. And truthfully, it's all married couples and me. Um, and wow, so you're just and, like, mm. well, and, yeah, there's like times like I, we did something on, um, well, we did something at Christmas and we did something one other time. And then like there, and I went to both of those. And then there was like a new year's Eve party that I was like, I will not be going to that. I will not be the single person at a couple's new year's Eve party. No, 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 no. Um, but this, like, I, I think I'm going to, um, and because I'm usually, I am, Oh, one time was like this really cool cocktail party. That was, was a neat little thing, but, um, And during the cocktail party and the Christmas party. And then I was thinking with this, they kind of all, (laughs) let me slide and I don't have to bring anything or like, um, make anything since I'm just me. Um, but I decided today that I am going to participate in the chili cook-off and I'm going to make a chili. Um, so I need to get going on that. I'm going to make it, I'm probably going to make it like on Thursday because I want it to sit and meld a couple days together. Yeah. So, maybe. or maybe, yeah. Yeah. So are you going to so, make like a regular chili? Or are you going to make like a, like a white chicken chili. Like what's your, right. I know. Like you have to have a twist. The thing about a chili cook-off is like, yeah. Unless you just have like a, yeah. If you, unless you have just like the tried and true chili recipe that like your family's made for a hundred years, you have to get creative. You have to use like an interesting meat or yeah. You have to go the chicken route or like, yeah. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to do any of those things though. I just found a recipe that sounds really good and it has a lot of different types of chilies in it. Yeah. And, um, 
I don't know. I, I just want to try it and see if it gets any winners. I won't be emotionally attached to this recipe since it's yeah. not anything, but, um, I like to cook and I, I want to participate in something. You can either make a chili or a cornbread. And Ooh. we have a family cornbread recipe that goes back like quite a ways. Um, but I probably won't make that um, for personal reasons. I don't have the right things. I don't have, it's a very. Like you need like certain tools or something. <laughs> well, if anybody has like a old school family recipe, like the measurements are not real like the measurements aren't teaspoon tablespoon cup whatever this one is literally like pour um salt in the middle of like this particular serving spoon get a coffee cup full of this and it's a a very specific coffee cup that like is part of my grandmother's china like it's oh, so it's yeah, so it's like stupid yeah and it's it like, is really i think the best personal but yeah that's yeah. a good yeah and so I just don't think I'm going to, I'll make it for myself at home and, and guess on the measurements, but if I want to do it right, I need all the tools to find, to do that. And I don't, I don't think, I don't see that happening. So yeah. How about you plans for the Super Bowl? plans for the halftime show, the Rihanna concert? I know. Right. That's really what it is. I don't know. Yeah. One of my friends invited me um, to a party and that she's having at her house, um, her and her husband. And then one of my other friends was potentially thinking about having people over. So I don't know. I think I'll end up at one of those places, but just kind of like um, unclear on which one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I kind of indifferent about it. So me too. I, I, th- I know. I remember in years past, Super Bowl, not unlike New Year's Eve. It's one of those things where like, if I don't have plans, I start to feel a little sad. I'm like, I guess I'll just watch the game alone at home. But yeah. then when I do have plans, I'm like, I don't really care. Um, yeah. And that's very much the New Year's Eve of it all, where it's like, you want New Year's Eve plans. But once you have them, it's like, it's fine. I, you know, it's just going to be what it is and it'll become midnight. And then I want to go home because I'm old. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember last year, um, I went to, um, one of my friends had people over and like all day I was like, I don't know if I want to go. Like, I just like, didn't feel like going and doing anything just cause it's also a Sunday night and we have to work the next day. You know, yes. so I was like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I just don't really feel like going out. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go. Like, I'll bring like a, like a, you know, like a good bottle of wine. Like, it'll be fine. And then once I got there, I was like, okay, I feel better that I like went. But I still, but I even, even when I went to her house, like I was in like comfy clothes. Like I didn't like, you know, bun on top of my head. No, you know, just like the most chill. Basically, I almost would have would have looked like that if I was at home, you know? Yeah. That's kind that, of my real Super Bowl situation, I think. That is still something like the description of your vibe going to someone's house that I still don't have yet here in Dallas is being that uh-huh. comfortable with friends where you can simply go to their function and be yourself I mean I can be myself but like I'm talking yeah just yeah, yeah, yeah. hey I'm gonna roll yeah. up here on my sweatpants and be cozy on your couch um so one day one day we'll get there because that actually there. sounds ideal 
Yeah. You're getting there. Getting there. Trying very much. Um, all right. Should we talk well, about some things going on in the world? Yeah, we, I, I think we can do that. I think we can do okay. that. Okay. Um, this one, I feel like I've been seeing all over my social media specifically today is it's kind of a rumor, but it's like, kind of not. it's kind of not. And it's that is Leonardo DiCaprio dating a 19 year old, 48 year old. Leonardo DiCaprio spotted with a 19 year old. So I love that people were talking about like, she's so young. Her high school experience was interrupted. I was going to say that I just, I I would like saw me and it was like her high school experience was interrupted by COVID. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, that is is so young. Like, yeah, so young. She wasn't alive when Titanic came out because this year is the 25th anniversary of Titanic. So that means, that means anybody who was alive when Titanic came out is officially too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. Because yeah, this man, what is, what is the number? He doesn't date anybody over 25 or is it 24? It's 25. 25. He doesn't date anyone over the age of 25. Oh my God. And it really is getting to a level because he is 48. Yes of like creepiness because it's like there's not just an age gap it's like these people are like (laughs) you are old enough to be a grandfather like yeah and (laughs) I I think I think what almost kind of makes it creepier and I don't know I'm just like I'm kind of just thinking out loud here to me what almost makes it creepier is that all of these younger girls that he dates like um like he dated someone else. There was like Gigi and then he dated someone else. And then this girl, yeah. it almost makes it weirder that he's dating them for like a couple months here and there. Like, I feel right. like it would be different if like him and Gigi had dated for like two or three years. And then like, I, I don't know, like, I, like, it's just, I feel like that wouldn't be that weird, but like now that it's like, okay, no, it's actually, it's actually something he's seeking out because if he was dating, you know, like someone super young and only dated them, like for, you know, let's say three months, like how many, like what you go out once a week. So right. I do like the reframing of it that some people I've heard it before. And it came up again today when I was seeing stuff of like, let's stop saying he doesn't date women over 25. Let's say that women over 25, well, like, you get to be 25 and it's like, oh my God, you're dumb or like you're a dirt bag or whatever. Oh my um, God. You know what? Honestly, that's probably accurate. It probably is. And that may, and in a way, like I think about, so like, how is he finding all of these young models that all kind I don't of know. Very similar? I would say at this point, if I was like a 19 to 24 year old um, model who had that look, I'd be actively seeking him out just to like get a little bit of like publicity. So maybe yeah, like, I, like want, that I want my picture in page six and like on Instagram and like on Dumois, like I would want my picture there. Or just like, I mean, on a yacht. <laughs> yeah. So like you know? I can post on my own Instagram. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So maybe it's a little mutual, but it is just, it, it really is getting to like a level of weight. Is this it's, it's become less of an eye roll and more of like a, uh, what? This is gross. So 
to explain yeah. what we're talking about. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was spotted with a teen, a 19-year-old model named Eden Polani. Um, and so people, of course, started assuming they were dating, but evidently they are not. An insider source has said that the two are not dating. It was all merely a coincidence that they were sitting together and photographed together. So I don't know, but she is a model um, and she's gorgeous. And that's all we kind of know about her because unfortunately she's just another uh, woman around Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) For the record, they're totally dating. I mean, at minimum, they're both. You're not, I mean, that's like, so an insider source has realized how bad this looks and is trying to like, exactly. Yeah. Make it seem like, no, no, no. But yeah, this person who was a child two years ago, um, probably less than two years ago, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it it really I usually when like these stories have come up about his young dating uh pro proclivities, I've kind of just like laughed about it a little bit or how yeah, now it's like I'm like whatever, but this what for some reason this really was. I think it was the covid thing where I was like, "Oh my god." Like, yeah, no, a I really young person. <laughs> I totally agree. I was like, "Wow, 19, that's young." And then I saw the next meme where it's like, "Ah, oh, uh covid interrupted her high school." And I was like, <gasps> okay wow yeah yeah interesting well maybe not even just like her senior year like probably two years of it yeah at least well if they stay together through valentine's day they can go see titanic in theaters because it's being re-released for valentine's day for the 25th what a romantic movie Mm -hmm. my my mom and i saw a movie this past weekend and they showed that trailer and my birthday is Valentine's day. And my mom was like, Oh, Claire, is that what you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, mother, <laughs> I'm going to slap you. So what time not you what going? It's not, not what I want to do though. I haven't seen that movie in so long. And I know I, I used to love that movie. Oh my God. Yeah. It is a great movie, but so good. I'm not going to theaters on my birth on my 37th birthday to watch Titanic. That is so funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Speaking of couples though, I don't know. There's been this clip that's been going around. I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. I've seen it too. Um, Yeah. And it's uh, Jennifer Lopez Affleck Mm -hmm. and Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on the red carpet or at like an event, a premiere event for her new movie, Shotgun Wedding. Yeah. And it appear there's been a lot of like lip reading, but aside from the lip reading aspect, and we'll get into that, like the body language and just like the visual display does feel like um, they were having a tense moment. And then yes. what people have speculated that is going on. And it's very serious because Ben Affleck has been very open with, you know, his substance abuse issues, but um, it's like, Jen Jen is like taking a drink of a drink and he's saying I didn't drink anything and I I don't know it's basically people are like putting it together that 
she thinks he had like a drink, an alcoholic beverage, and she's tasting the drink to see if there's alcohol in it. And then I guess- Oh my God, I haven't seen this one. Okay. Oh, well, that's the one I've been seeing. And then people are like, and and JLo doesn't drink. So like she wouldn't just be, but I don't know. I think there's, I, I think that's a pretty dangerous thing to, you know, completely assume since he, you know, does have actual substance use issues. So like, I don't want to assume that, but that is what's been going on online. Regardless, it does seem like, you know, things were a little tense. And then they were at the Grammys together. And and he just looked, I mean, he couldn't have looked more bored. He looked, I mean, he, he, looked, looked he looked like my dad at my dance competitions on like hour, like 14. Like, yeah. I mean, and, like he's a professional celebrity. He knows how to act. He knows how to behave when cameras are around. He knows just like, just like smile with just like, you know, just smize, you know, a little when, cause you know, a camera might pan to you and he just wasn't having any of it. No. And honestly, the whole Grammys, he really just looked like he wanted, and I've seen this on, I've seen like this around where people are just making jokes about how he looks like he just wanted like a a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee and a cigarette. And I just think that is fucking hilarious because honestly, it's probably very accurate. Like, like, I would literally just like, like he just gives me the vibe that like, he just isn't interested in playing any of like the Hollywood like games you know what I mean like he doesn't want to like sit there and look like he's having fun if he's not right or like and I understand that completely yeah but at the same time it's like you are married to Jennifer Lopez um you made that and and you are, are um a celebrity and you are at the Grammys and like it's kind of comes with the territory a little bit if you don't want people to start like speculating what's going like something negative is going on in your marriage or whatever and is it unfair of us to speculate I don't even know I don't know that it's unfair (laughs) because of all those things I just said honestly I don't I I don't think it's totally unfair to speculate but I think I think when people start accusing him of drinking and accusing him of act I think maybe that's when it goes too far but I think if people are just kind of like something's weird like what's going on I I don't know. I feel like right now we haven't really crossed that, that threshold of it being inappropriate. Yeah, I think you're right. I I mean, the, the, um, asking and wondering about the, the drinking or whatever is troubling to me, but yeah, other than that, I'm just like, is there, is there trouble in paradise? I mean, you guys got married and I think that's fair based on just like the few things that we've seen. And even if like, obviously relationships are hard and not perfect, but it's like, you're, you guys are like newlyweds and you're in public and you're celebrities. And if you, if in those situations, like with all those factors combined, you can't still like put on a show. Yeah. That is a little, yeah. That is a little like, it's a little, what's going on there? Um, oh my, okay. Wait, just speaking of, um, like putting on a show and whatever. Um, have you seen the pictures of Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher on? <laughs> yes, on, oh on the God. red carpet for their new movie. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's it like they so funny. <laughs> and now they have realized how bad it looks. So now, like, they're trying to like 
address it. Like Mila Kunis has like spoken. I, I feel like there's yeah. been lots of like, oh no, we're like such good friends. And we're like, yeah. okay, no, you guys hate each other. What happened? Yeah. Also, well, well, um, so I saw one thing where Ashton said, oh, well, if I had my arm around her, everyone, everyone would have accused me of having an affair with Reese on the set. I don't think so. And I feel like, I feel like there's a way to do that without it looking inappropriate. Yeah. Or, or not, you don't even have to put your arms around each other like that, but like, just like, look like you like each other, not look like you're truly afraid of like I mean I don't, I don't know they literally looked like um like when my brother and I would be mean to each other when we were like when we were little and my mom would make us like sit next to each other on like this like the fireplace like yes like that's how that's probably how we looked like that's exactly how they look yeah the one where she's got like her arms folded and it's like, it looks like an awkward business meeting photo. It's like, weird. Yeah. Like I pose closer with like strangers, honestly. Like, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> people who I've literally just met or like, like people who watch the news back in Lexington. Oh I yeah. Like, to be like, oh my God. Like, and hug them. Or like, you, or like you at least, it's not just they're, that they're not touching each other. It's, they look they look like they hate each other. Their body language is screaming, I'm so uncomfortable. Right. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be with this person. This sucks. Yeah. 100%. And in a way, relatable. Like, I, I we've get all it. been in situations where we're like, I don't want to be around this fucking person. Oh, excuse me. But, um, you know, again, you're celebrities. You're professional celebrities. Like, you... You have do to do the bare minimum and act like you like each other. Yeah, exactly. But also thank you for doing this because it has been fun to see. I know it, it has been very entertaining. Like that whole, both of those scenarios have been so funny. Yes. Um, well, speaking of the Grammys that we mentioned a few minutes ago, did you watch? Honestly, I did not. Honestly, I, I did. And I was shocked that I did. Okay. Okay. Well, which is so weird for me because I feel like in the past, like forever, the Grammys were really the only award show that I ever cared about. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I just kind of forgot it was on. Mm -hmm. And then like, by the time I realized it was on, it was already like an hour into it. And I just was like, eh. And so I just, I don't know. I just, but I've seen like, clips of it on social media, you know, on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. So did you watch the whole thing? I did. I, yeah. I really didn't intend on it. I knew they were happening, but like throughout the day, I was like, eh, I probably won't watch. And then all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> I had my dinner ready to go. And I was sitting in front of the TV, right? Like, they I'm watching it. I was like, I'm locked in. Um, I thought it was, I liked the show. I thought it was a, a good show. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I know there's been lots of controversy over Beyonce, once again, not winning album of the year. And I know there's a lot that goes into that discussion, like a lot. Um, yes. About, you know, specifically female black artists, not like being given that award. I, I don't know how often or if it has ever happened. Truly. I don't know the statistics on that. Yeah. Um, but, and as a huge Beyonce fan, 
who liked the album a lot. And as a person who just this past week, someone had asked me if there's a living artist that you could see, who was it? And I said, you know, I really think it is Beyonce. I still didn't think it was the album of the year. And I'm like, I feel bad saying that. It was not my favorite album of the year. I actually really liked Harry's House. And I wasn't mad about that. And I feel like the lost in the conversation with the Beyonce controversy is that Lizzo won, I don't know if she won song of the year or record of the year. I don't know. I can never. Yeah, one of those. I I can't remember which one. Yeah. And I just, I feel kind of sad about that where it's like, well, like, don't forget there were, there were other awards. I just feel like there, there's been a lot of like, um, attention on Beyonce not winning album of the year that maybe we're, I don't know that we're like losing touch a little bit with the fact that it's an award show and it's not that important, but at the same time, I understand representation. I understand that the Grammys are messed up, but like in the year 2023, I think we're also all on the same page about all these award shows that it's like, they don't really matter. They're definitely messed up systems. And like, is that what we're putting our energy into fixing? I don't know. Um, And honestly though, like between for the album of the year, there were like almost everyone in that category. I was like, okay. Like I, like I like understood why they were there and I don't know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't really understand. The Beehive's going to be mad at me, but I just don't really understand how she could have won album of the year compared to the other people in the category. Right. I know. I was nervous about saying what I said as well. And the thing that I am still irritated by is that like Lemonade didn't win album of the year. I I know not everyone loves Lemonade, but I I love that. Yeah. I thought it was like, a perfect album. And I mean, there's lots of like argument for, I mean, Beyonce has literally like changed the music industry. She's changed like release days and visual albums and, and all different things. But I just personally didn't believe Renaissance was the album. Like, no, I don't, I didn't, I, 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 I don't enjoyed think so. it. Yeah. I still enjoy it. But like, for me, I, was like, I don't really think it's album of the year. Now, now I wish you would have an album of the year for other things, but um, yeah, I don't know. But, and I, then I feel bad for Harry Styles a bit because he did say something stupid in the speech. I know. But, yeah. Well, this, I think this doesn't I, happen for people like me and everyone's like, well, what are you talking about? Like what? I know. And it's like, obviously <laughs> he means that he was like, are you ra- a, a UK reality star? And now yeah. he's like winning album of the year, but right. like, of course it's like, people have to like take it and run with it. And, and then they're, they're compa- And then that's escalating people's argument that that's why Beyonce didn't win. <laughs> right. I know. And I, I saw something I liked about um, the Harry statement was like, can you, everyone please accept that maybe he said something in the moment that wasn't like perfect and he's a human being and he said something that wasn't like perfectly scripted because his acceptance speech wasn't like he, and he genuinely seemed surprised too. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, I like, don't like demonize him. I, that's not, I don't know. It's just like, this isn't where I personally, and I know I'm not the person who should be speaking on this probably, but like, it's just not where my energy is best used is getting up in arms about like, award show acceptance speeches and yeah. like the most winningest uh 
or most decorated musician at the Grammys of all time, not winning album of the year this year. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and also I kind of appreciate that, you know, his speech totally wasn't perfect because that means that he's not like, you know, pumped out of this PR machine that makes him say everything perfectly at every moment at any given hour and minute of the day, you know, like I appreciate that not everything he says is a hundred percent perfect. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I, I love Harry. I really do. I I am biased. I mean, I love Harry. I love Beyonce. I love them both. Like, I don't even think I could say I love really one more than the other. I find them both exciting, entertaining, talented artists that I like being a fan of. And personally, I'm happy they both got to win awards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, um, I feel like with the Grammys, something I've kind of noticed with them is it seems like almost in every category, whatever song or album or whatever wins, it seems like it's always the one we like hear the most people talk are talking about it the most. Like it's always like the most, like, I don't know, I guess overall popular. And while people were very excited for Beyonce's album and it was like a super exciting thing that she was dropping it, I feel like it kind of like people were excited that it dropped. It dropped. People talked about it for like a day and then we didn't really hear about it. And then when it came to Harry's, it was like, I feel like we didn't really stop hearing about it. Yeah. And I definitely like have heard people talking about Beyonce's album like in recent time, but I would agree that I feel like Harry's album. I don't, I I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of, I, I agree. And that's our hot take of the day. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we agree on that. Um, I'm trying to think if there was like any other winners that really surprised me. Oh, just something in country music. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Luke Combs still has not won a Grammy. Um, I don't know. That's really all I have to say. It's kind of upsetting. He's one of my favorite artists. He's a great songwriter. He has great music. I feel like every time he has an album, it's like super popular. Um, his music that's been on the radio, like all of his singles have been amazing. So I don't know. It's just kind of surprising to me that of all the country artists that he, um, he still hasn't won a Grammy. And then um, also I thought it was very interesting that Bonnie Raitt won something. I was like, um, are we okay? <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm a Bonnie Raitt truther. Not necessarily about this, because I have no She's idea. Good. I don't She's good. I'm just like, I've uh-huh. seen her in concert and it was one of the, greatest concerts I've ever seen she is no doubt like an incredibly talented musician but obviously judging by her reaction uh, I don't think anybody expected her to win and yeah. most of all her she was like what she was like um, me? yeah so but I with award shows I always like surprises like that too where, where it's yeah. kind of like oh my gosh no one would have predicted that it's a fun you know like tv oh, moment like, and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely. I like, I don't know when you, I, I hadn't heard anybody talking about Bonnie Raitt. So, um, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I thought that was very interesting. All right. Yeah. Another big controversy that 
honestly, I was shocked by. Um, so if anybody watched the Netflix series, Cheer, okay. the one about the Navarro cheerleaders um, here in Texas and Corsicana. Okay. Um, I, have not, I have not heard about this. So I'm, I'm learning with everyone else. So there's been a lot of, I feel like things going on specifically on TikTok regarding um, Gabby Butler, like a few weeks ago, I think like it came out that like she had done blackface for like a hazing um, ritual <laughs> at Faro, which was not good. And then I guess yeah. like Ladarius um, mm-hmm. came out and like kind of defended her or so. I, I don't, I don't actually know. He, I think he condemned her. That's a part of it. Like I didn't follow, but the thing that I'm really getting to is it has come out that Ladarius who is definitely a gay man, was like in a sexual relationship with Gabby Butler during cheer. No. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he's released like TikToks of them in bed together. And <gasps> yeah. And I was fully like, what? And then there's a clip of them on Watch What Happens Live. And it's like the two of them, Jerry Harris, who is in prison um and monica so it's the four no. of them and he cohen asked like i would love to know about the hit hookups that have gone on like, <gasps> and they all look at each other and it's like oh my god this was all happening right before our eyes and monica was like oh and like it sounds like she knew i don't know it's just like it's very scandalous um and this group of people it's like incredibly problematic um Ladarius is definitely like constantly trying to shine the light on all of the really messed up things that went on. Um, Cause I think he's the one who kind of maybe helped out the blackface situation. I'm not sure. I'm, I really, I don't know. I, so I wonder uh, what happened between him and Gabby Butler then. Like, was there some sort of falling out and he decided, decided to go scorch earth or what? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I really, I haven't like done a lot of, um, research on it other than the fact that like <laughs> I've been shocked by it and I watched the TikToks yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah so like in December some Twitter account posted the photo of Gabby in blackface okay so then she posted she addressed that issue on um Twitter and TikTok okay um basically like the ritual was I believe like everyone had to wear like black masks or something and she didn't have one and so they were like um you need to paint your face some people wore ski masks those who didn't had to paint their faces black um and so that was the deal and there's a picture and it's been released now apparently during that time she and Ladarius were like hooking up and other people have spoken out saying like, she was not, not racist. That wasn't the vibe of what was going on. She was just painting her face black. I don't know. I'm not here to litigate that. I, I personally would just not as a white woman paint my face black for anything. <laughs> like let's be aware. Um, so then I don't know where Ladarius came into the mix and started. Okay. So then he jumped in the com- conversation saying, what we won't do is throw other people of color under the bus. The rest of the minority spoke out against this. I personally talked to you and said that it was not a good idea. So no, we didn't all feel the same. I forgave you, but don't sit on here and lie. Because I think Gabby was saying that like 
all the other like black teammates didn't weren't bothered by what she was doing. And so then someone asked, are y'all still friends? He said, yes, on my end, I always loved her, but I've always told my friends the business when they were wrong, right is right, wrong is wrong. And then for more insight, just recently in February, he decided to go ahead and let us all know that uh, they had a sexual relationship. And he said, I've been backing her since we first started cheerleading when I was at Navarro. I'm tired. I'm no longer backing her. The only reason I was backing her is because we were sleeping together. And then he says that like she slept in his dorm every night and then they've gone back and forth on TikTok, like getting at each other. But I, there have been videos released where they are 100% in bed together, kissing all of that. So <laughs> I am shook, Claire. Like, I know. I, I haven't said, I am so speechless right now. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. What? I just wouldn't have seen the two of them together. I know it's, it didn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. Um, just like personality wise. And I don't know. I just, it's, it, yeah. It, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, I was scandalized. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gosh. I'm, I'm scandalized. And it's just, it's so unfortunate. The things that have come out about this show. Um, I mean, specifically with Jerry Harris and the child sex abuse of it all. Um, But like, you know, it was such a pop. It really was like, especially the first season, it was such a positive show. Like we watched these kids go through a lot and um, it was so diverse and it was exciting to see this diverse group of people in this small Texas town and this very like traditionally Texan coach, like, caring about her kids who are all different colors and gender identities or sexual orientations or whatever. And then now to be like a couple years removed from it. And we keep finding out just like, <laughs> like one bummer after another about things that have gone on. Yeah. It's not, um, makes me interested to, to I like, what don't we know? Oh yeah. Now I'm like, Oh, we were definitely fed a story and we yeah. ate it. Oh, oh, I ate it up. I was like, I think I've watched that series twice. Like I, and yeah. then I watched the second season um, and I would watch a third. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. if they get into all of this act, absolute they mess. Get into all of that stuff. Oh my God. Right. So yeah, just if you're interested, there's more, you can watch stuff on TikTok. Like it's kind of chaotic. They're like fighting with each other right now, but the long and short of it is they were definitely, it appears, sleeping together. And I mean, again, Ladarius is a gay man and like gay men sleep with women. That's not a new thing, but just like the narratives we were told and sold on this show, it's just flying right in the face of all of that. I, the, I, I'm telling you, the second we end this, I'm going to go lay in bed and I'm going to look up Ladarius on TikTok. Oh, Ladarius I'm is here. Research. Ladarius is a he's messy, here. you he's know what, lives for the drama. Like he does enjoy yeah. that. He's here to serve. That's for sure. Yes. So, all right. Anything else that we need to address? You know what? I do want to address what the hell is going on in Potomac, as in the Real Housewives of Potomac. 
Um, Robin Dixon. I yeah. mean, she has some audacity and, or audacity, as um, my lovely Teresa Judice would say. <laughs> audacity. Um, so basically, so, if you don't know, yeah, what else has happened? Okay, so I know- okay, okay, so I'm just I'm gonna try. I'm gonna explain it. Okay, so basically, this whole season, Robin's storyline has been. You know, so they got engaged at the end of last season, right? Robin Mm -hmm. and her husband, Juan. And, you know, the first couple of seasons, Robin was super open about how they originally, her and Juan had gotten divorced because he had cheated on her and it was like a whole thing. And like, so they got divorced, but now they're back together. They're living together. And they're, she's like, I don't know if I want to get married again. Like, maybe we won't, maybe we'll just live together and like date. They have two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the end of last season, they get engaged. It's on camera. And then this season, everyone's like, well, when's the wedding? Right? Mm-hmm. She kind of is being like cagey about it. She's like, well, I don't know. Like, we have this and I don't know. Like, just like not really saying like, we haven't planned it yet. Like, we're waiting for next year. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just not really giving like any sort of answer. And every time someone asks her about it, not only does she like be kind of cagey in her response, she also gets like defensive. Then she's like, well, why? Then she gets like, then it would be, her, it would cut to like her confessional and she'd be like, well, I don't understand why everyone's asking me about this. And it's like, okay, well, Robin, it's kind you of know a, it's your whole storyline since like you started on the show and like now you're mad that people are asking you on camera, like when the wedding's going to be. So then, in addition to all of that, she is talking to, she is like bringing up um, Karen, another housewife in the show. She is bringing up that like her potential infidelities, like she's bring her and Giselle are bringing up all these other people's drama and then is like mad at them for not being totally transparent. Right. So um, all along this whole time, she's like, I don't know, we're not going to get married. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, actually... Uh, yeah, we are going to get married, but we're going to do it the day after his brother's wedding in, I think it was like Jamaica or something like that. Like somewhere like not out of, out of the country, like a destination wedding. And it's like, okay, it's like, hey, don't tear that stuff down. Just leave that shit there. Leave right. the flowers there and we'll use it the next day. I so, have heard that. so is that on the show? Yes, that's just on the show. And then she's like, well, we, we're not going to have anyone there. It's just going to be me and Juan and the boys and that's it. And and everyone's like, all right, that's really weird. And then like Karen was like, well, you're not even going to have your mom there. And she's like, no. And everyone's like, okay. Okay, yeah. So obviously like everyone, like everyone can tell there's something else going on, but she, but like no one can pin down what exactly it is, right? Right. And all the while, she's also accusing other people of, you know, affairs and whatever. So then they have, um, so the season wraps up last episode, they end up not getting married in like this destination place. They get married in Maryland on the beach. Her parents are there. Okay. Okay. So then, um, like I honestly, it was last week. I think it was, um, it comes out that um one um a bit ha- was like dming a girl on instagram during the pandemic now <sighs> during the pan during the pandemic during 
on this specific time, I think it was like 2021 that um, they were talking about this. Uh, they were filming the season and Robin was like depressed, was like in bed. That was like her storyline on the show. This, this was the last, like two seasons ago. Yes, this was yeah. two seasons ago when she was like, I'm so depressed, blah, blah, blah. Like I can't get out of bed. Like right. that was like her whole thing. So now it turns out that that um, Juan was doing this like during that. So everyone's like, okay, well, did his DMs and you found, like cause that? And it right. basically came out because the girl that he was supposedly DMing, like basically was like, oh yeah, like we were DMing, he bought me a hotel. And so then, and she posts this TikTok. Well, then she responds to the TikTok on her Patreon with, or on her podcast with Giselle and is like, no, he didn't really cheat. Um, he just was messaging her and helped her out. And that was it. But I had a hard time getting past it. And that's why we had, um, that's why the wedding was late. Shit. A really important part to the wedding, a really important part to the wedding while they're like, while she's being cagey about the answers the whole time, it would go to like conversations between her and Juan and she would be like, well, we really need a prenup. Like we need a fidelity clause. And he, he would get defensive and be like, well, why do we need a prenup? Like, why do we need a fidelity clause? Like I'm not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere. And it's like, and then it would cut back to her being like, I don't know when we're getting married. And, and so, so now all the stuff comes out and you're like, okay, why are you getting married? So so the best part about it, the best part about this is she like half answers it on her podcast and then goes, okay, so if you want the full story, listen to it on our Patreon. No. Swear to God. <laughs> she sucks. She honestly sucks. She's been giving nothing for so many seasons. I and know. She's she so boring. Oh. So then her, so her, so her story was this girl was DMing Juan on Instagram and she was friendly, but like not flirty. And Juan showed it to Robin and Robin said, oh, well, you have to respond because it'll be weird if you don't. And you don't want to be mean to a fan. And so apparent, and then apparently the girl lives in Canada, but was coming to Maryland because she was apparently dating a, um, a Ravens football player. So she's coming to stay at this hotel. Well, I guess she's in the hotel and in the casino and loses her wallet. So calls Juan and is all upset. And it's like, can you come get me a room? So he goes to the hotel and gets her a room and then just goes back home. And that's Robin's story. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's like, couldn't you just call them and give them the credit card over the phone? That's, it's annoying because it's like okay now she's finally talking about something but like we know we're not even getting the story no we're not even getting the full story and then on top of that it like it's so so now everyone is so mad including honestly the rest of the cast because everyone's like okay well that is why you didn't want to get married and why you wanted the prenup and why you wanted the fidelity clause in there and then also why you were attacking all the other castmates like basically all season accusing them of cheating on their spouses even is even Giselle mad no She's like, I knew about it and I just didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. So, so now there's this whole big question about like, you know, how much are housewives 
like how much should they share? How much are we expected for them to share? And like, I don't think we're expected for them to share every little intimate detail about their life. But like she had already made this aspect of her life, her storyline years prior, and then was continuing to attack other women on the cast about this, basically the same issue all while hiding this part. You know what I mean? It's like, it was- No, that's the worst part. That's the worst part is that she was part of other rumors about alleged like infidelity and all about it. But then lo and behold, it's going on with her the whole time. And it's like, how dare us even like ask her want to know anything. Yeah. So, so then also a part of the whole cast thing is Karen at one of their like dinners in the last episode (laughs) of the season was like, Oh, well, Robin, you know, people in town have seen Juan in Georgetown, you know, like out basically like outside of Potomac with some blonde girl. And then it was a joke because Karen was like, yeah, she looks like me. But like Karen's like, so like, that's funny. And like people like had fun with that on social media, but also it's like, so Karen basically like this could have been a whole other cheating rumor that you had. And like you right. could have had your moment to be like, you know what, that's not true. But like, you know what, he did have an indiscretion two years ago, and like we've worked through it. But like, she didn't even say it then. Yeah, she just she kind of. I mean, the thing about I kind of hope she de- gets demoted to a friend of. Like, I think she deserves to get. De- I don't think she deserves to leave the show. Like, she needs to be on it to be held accountable by the other cast members. But I, I do kind of think she should be demoted for at least one season to a friend of. I would. I mean, I don't even think she'd be missed. The thing about Robin is, she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman, and so yeah. we like to look at her. She's yeah. honestly so beautiful that like. She and I think she knows it, and so she doesn't have to do anything else. But the time's up, honey. We need you to step into the light and be honest with us, especially if you're going to drag other people uh, that aren't for what's going on in your marriage, and it's not even happening in theirs. But you're going to be complicit in those rumors. Oh yeah, and so so she was on um, Watch What Happens Live Sunday night with Ebony Williams, who was on the last season of Real Housewives of New York. They were on the episode together and Sunday night was like the season finale of the Potomac season of the season. The reunion hasn't aired yet. And all of this info about this affair or this supposed affair didn't come out until after they even taped the reunion. Yeah. That's what I think is so messed up. I know. So And then on top of that, she asked people to pay her money to do the Patreon to find out all the information when she's already on a reality show being paid to talk about her life. Mm -mm. No. Withheld. You know what I mean? How did Andy Cohen handle it? So so I... I watched it back on Monday and he was like, he was, he was pretty good. I I would say he was pretty like stern with her as he could have been on like a watch, like given the setting of watch what happens live, since it's kind of supposed to be like a fun, like drinking, like gossip show. Yeah. Um, but he was like, he started off the show. Like, you know, he introduced them and was like, congratulations on your marriage. He's like, but he's like, we got to talk about it. so he did kind of he did grill her and so she she retold the story 
And he basically, you know, he asked her, you know, like why she withheld that even when Karen brought up the blonde in Georgetown and, and, you know, Robin was like, well, you know, it just wasn't the same situation. Um, so no one brought it up. So I didn't say anything. That was like her, that was basically her excuse of all of the questions Andy asked her. And Andy tried to like really talk to her about it, really get in deep with her and like, her basically her explanation is oh well no one asked me about it so I didn't bring it up oh okay yeah whatever yeah some something needs to happen same like as with like Heather on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City it's like there has to be a punishment for like completely oh she needs to be a friend of too I mean it's absurd like acknowledge what's happened in it's just messed up. I don't know. I, I, and I get it. Like, yeah. How much are we supposed to, how much are they obligated to tell us about their lives? Well, like when stuff like this is happening, that's part of your storyline or that we can see a black eye and you're not going to tell us what the hell's going on. Like that's messed up. Yeah. You're not doing your no. job. Yeah. Like, it is your job. Okay. Come to work. Yeah. It's actually absurd. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not impressed and I'm very irritated. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. It's really frustrating. And, you know, Robin needs to be demoted to a friend of, and I also think, you know, speaking of Salt Lake City, I think Heather Gay needs to be demoted to a friend of. She's too big for her britches right now. I mean, the whole black eye thing was absolutely insane. I mean, it's like, what? I I don't know. I mean. I really don't know what's going to happen with Salt Lake City. I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I I don't know. I don't know. Well, they said Mary Cosby's going to come back as a friend of, right? Yeah. So, honestly just that. add mess. That's fine. I mean, we need we need someone who's irrationally messy, so it might as well be her. Oh, I mean, yeah, like I'm not I'm not upset by that. Like it will be it will be something that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, it'll be something. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I am, I'm in the process of trying to cook something because I have to cook for my coworkers. I won, I, I had this issue. I don't know how to explain it. I was, there was like a King cake situation at work, but it was on um, three Kings day, which mm-hmm. is um, like a Mexican and Spanish tradition. And if you find the baby in the cake, um, you have to, you, you get good luck for a year, but then you have to cook everyone a meal and tomorrow's the day that I have to bring food. And so like, I'm in the process of trying to make this soup that I told them I would make. So I was going to say, I'm, what are you making? It's just a potato leek and arugula soup, um, Ooh, yeah. which I think will be good, but yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to do it all right now. In addition to the throw up fiasco 2k23 um doing all of this as well so it's just uh you know what women we really can ask in woman we can do it all you know love it well shall we move on to self-care and favorite things let's do it okay would you like to go first sure okay um so favorite things First, I want to reiterate a couple weeks ago, I said that um, my favorite thing was my new um, Rare Beauty tinted moisturizer. And I just want to say 
it is still very much like, it's great. It's, it's, I'm so happy with it. I think my skin looks great. I've gotten compliments on my skin. It's just, if you've been interested in trying it, I would encourage you to try it again with the caveat of, I do think tinted moisturizers are very personal. Um, so anyway, but my new favorite thing is the Auden. I think it's A-U-D-E-N brand of like underwear and panties from Target. Um, I'm like obsessed with them. I didn't have any, I hadn't gotten new panties in a long time. Um, and so I decided to buy them and I bought like one pair to test it out. And I was so impressed. And now I've bought multiple pairs and they're just like, they feel great. They're a good quality. I like the way they fit. Um, and I bought like all different kinds, um, briefs, thongs, boy shorts. And I really am loving all of them. And they're so reasonably priced. Like I think they're five for 20 or a bunch of three. Oh my God, that's so nice. Yeah. So it's good. The Auden brand, A-U-D-E-N. Um, and then my self care is that I went to the gynecologist today and I just, I feel like I brought it up the last time I did it. Um, and so I just like to be, a a voice of reminding you to go to the doctor, take care of yourself. Knowledge is power when it comes to your health and don't be afraid of doing it because it's really a good thing to go and take control of your, um, health and, and current condition. So, and I just always, like, I always walk out of the, specifically the gynecologist and I'm like, I've done it. I'm a woman. Like, yeah, I, Truly, I, it's probably the most of, woman thing you could do. It really is. And well, this was a new doctor for me because I hadn't found a gynecologist since I'd been here. Why? Well, I, I found her a while ago, but I've been on a wait list. And so I finally got to go and I loved it. I loved the office. I loved the doctor. I just, I just, I feel better about things when I'm addressing my health. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got all of those appointments coming up here. I feel yeah. like I always try to make those like in January. I'm like calling calling the, doing the rounds, making those appointments. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. All right. How about you? So my, um, favorite thing this week is, um, for Christmas, I got an Ugg robe Ooh, and it is so I'm, this is when it's what I'm wearing right now. It is so soft. It's like the Sherpa that's inside Ugg boots, but even softer. Oh. And it is, it's like so warm, but not like it makes you hot warm. You know what yeah. I mean? It's really nice. So I don't know. I literally like the second I get home, I put it on and I don't take it off until I lay in bed. Sometimes I even lay in bed wearing it. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just really nice. And so I'm like full send on being a robe girl now, which I've, I've always loved wearing robes, but I'm fully like always in one now. Yeah. Robe yeah. life is a great life. Yeah. So, and then, um, my favorite self-care thing this week, I don't really know. I was kind of like, I don't really know what to choose, but I think it's going to be, um, I have these sheet masks that are from actually randomly Mary Kay. Um, but there are these collagen sheet masks and I love them. Like I notice, like, um, almost immediately after just like a little difference in my lines and whatever. And, you know, I just, 
who can't say no to a sheet mask that's been in the fridge and then you put on your face? You know, I mean, there's literally almost no better feeling. Yeah, it is a really nice feeling. Yeah. So just like once every, you know, I don't know, a couple of weeks I use it and it's been nice. Well, good. Yeah. Caring for your face. Exactly. Well, another episode in the books. We did it. Maybe next time we'll all be back together. We make no promises, literally ever. If you've been around for a while, you know, this is just how we roll. Yeah. Sorry. We're so scatterbrained, but you you know how it is at this point. We do. We do what we can when we can. Okay. In between dogs, hiding bones and cats throwing up and everything in between. We've got a long, long to-do list. Okay. We do. We do. So until next time, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter at the A Block Pod. Email us, theablockpod at gmail.com. If anybody's still doing that, we love to hear from you. I know we would love to hear from you. We haven't got an email in a while, even just to say hi. Say hi. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know you're out there, maybe. Mm. Okay. Not, this is, we're just doing it for ourselves. All right. Thank you, Bye. Bye. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.